Aloha and hello there. It is your copy, Tan. It is your boy. I am back. Very excited about today's episode. We got some we got some fun episodes planned coming here in the future, uh, but I wanted to take some time to talk about something that I'm majorly, as you can all tell, passionate about. And that would be health. Health is something that I'm very, very passionate about, something that I have a, a major desire to help all people have a better relationship with. Because contrary to what you all probably think and see, I have not had a very good relationship with health. I have not. I, it's been a very up and down battle. It's been very roller coaster esque. A lot of downs. I would say more downs than ups. But the last year has been more ups than downs. And uh, I want to kind of dive in to talk about what are some really simple ways for you guys to make your relationship with health. So that's going to be today's episode. Before we do that. We're going to take a real quick pause so I can get a sip of um, Sparrow's Treasure for a second. Mmm, just delightful. All right. Um, so let's do uh, let's do a little update, Captain Coffee side. Um, mugs are out and ready. If you guys would like to get a Captain Coffee mug, they are ready. Send us a message. Uh, very excited about the mugs. They look great. T-shirts are also available. We're probably going to be doing another merch drive here in the next couple days. So stay tuned with that. Um, Peak, very excited. I'm coming out with a brand new program. It's going to be a little bit more um, moderate intensity for some people. I realize that I have a great advantage when it comes to uh, health and movement and exercise because of my schedule. And I've noticed that a lot of people just don't have that privilege. And I want to create a program that is more centered for people who have a tougher schedule, who maybe don't have time to hit the gym all the time but they do have 20 to 30 minutes and they really want to optimize that 20 to 30 minutes. So that is what I've made this program. It's called our basic E program. I'm very excited about it. I just finished doing the programming. It's wonderful. It's great. I've actually got two people on it right now and uh, I'm very, very, very excited. So if you're looking to take your health to the next level in 2024, please send me a message and I would love to help you. Uh, we dive into more things than just movement. We are really trying to dive in, or at least with my clients that I have now, I'm really trying to dive into creating a better space with uh, food because that's a really big one. Food's tough, and we're gonna we're gonna dive into that. We're gonna dive into that here in just a second. So let's do our breathing and let's get uh, let's get rocking and rolling. Oh, oh no, actually, one more thing. Uh, where the magic happens. Our next, our first episode is dropping in I think eleven days from when I'm recording this. So be ready. Very cool. Very excited. We've got some fun things coming with that podcast. Uh, very, very excited. It's going to be a great time. A lot of good vibes over there. going to be great. So stay tuned for that. So um, yeah, that's all I got. Let's do our breathing. Let me take one more sip. All right, here we go. Big deep breath. We're going to do two of them today. Big deep breath. There's one. One more. Okay. There's two. All right. Um, I am thankful for the knowledge that I have gained through self-exploration in my health. So let's dive into that. For the longest time, I've been a trainer now. Oh, my goodness. Let's see. I started in... Ooh. 
I can't even keep track. I think I was 17 when I first got my first intern job as a trainer. Um, and to see the difference in how I view health and fitness from when I was 17 to now is just, it, it's astronomical. It's major. I wish I could go back and help and apologize, not help, apologize to all of the clients that I first had and just say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. I just did everything wrong. I was just misinformed. I was following the culture instead of the truth. Uh, I was following the wrong people. I would see online that something looked cool or fancy that had to be good. Oh, wow. This person looks shredded. This person must know what he or she is doing. No. No. I, I, I That could not be further from the truth. Um and that is that is something that has been really eye-opening to me, that just because you look a certain way, that, that means shit. That means nothing to me. It means nothing. And that's kind of where I've spent the last, I would say, close to two years. There's this guy that I started following. His name's Marcus Philly. Um, if you want someone to follow, go follow Marcus Philly. He's the man. He is my go-to. He has reshaped, and this is because of Eddie. Eddie introduced me to Marcus Philly. So what Marcus has done is he's made, he was a uh, professional CrossFitter. I think he said he was like the top 15 in voted healthiest human or most in shape human being when he was doing CrossFit. And, you know, I don't like CrossFit personally. I think there's a lot of flaws to CrossFit. There's a lot of positives, but in my opinion, the negatives outweigh the positives when it comes to CrossFit. So at first it was very skeptical because I'm like, ah, dang, man, he's, He's, he's a CrossFitter. He's got that CrossFit mind. And now you're probably wondering, what, what do you mean by the CrossFit mind? Well, the CrossFit mind to me is, um, are you sweating? No, you didn't work hard enough. Are your muscles screaming at you? No, you didn't work hard enough. Are you so sore that you can't move? No, nah, you didn't work hard enough. That's to me how I view, because I've done a couple, and I know I'm a good buddy of mine, Mike Harden, great dude he does crossfit wonderful man uh and he's not that way but a lot of crossfitter that i've met in my journey of being in the health realm i have seen the toxic side of it and i know that there's toxic sides in just regular health trust me i've seen it been there lived it and done it too but crossfit the problem with it is you're taking something like this let me say to you okay for all of my runners out there bless your souls for being so miserable if I told you to go run a marathon and I want you to sprint the entire time. You don't have a choice. Sprint the marathon. You'd be like, dude, are you on crack? No, you can't. Correct. It's not that type of exercise. That is a endurance, long distance, steady state cardio movement. CrossFit's not that way when it comes to their Olympic lifting protocols. Olympic lifting is a power move. When you are doing power, you are in between the one to three rep ranges. That's it. It's not meant to be for speed. It's not meant to be for endurance. It's not meant to be for reps. It's meant to be for power, which is what is power. The definition of power is moving a mass quickly. That is what we are trying to achieve. So if I, and you can't do that, you can't move, you can't do a power clean 15 times for power. You can't because you're taking away the composition of what it is. A power lift is a power lift. 
a clean, a jerk, a snatch, a hang clean, all that stuff. That is a power move. So you're going the one to three rep because it's a power move. If I have to then do, do 15 or 20 of them within two minutes, you're going light on the reps or light on the weight and you're going to be compromising because it's a big move. So you're going to compromise form. It's a big powerful movement with lightweight for tons of reps doesn't make sense so there's my crossfit um um tangent there uh but uh philly back to marcus philly i'm sorry i got off track there marcus has taught me a healthy relationship between movement and food uh, and this is something that I have been seeing in the last couple of years when it comes to my own reg- regime, when it comes to movement and, and food, is I've had a terrible relationship with food. Terrible. And I think I've talked about in the past, you know, I was kind of a chubbier kid, a little bit more on the chunky side. So I was very health conscious. I, you know, my older brother was just Mr. Athlete, good at every single sport. And then there was me, the little roly poly oly kid who just was a chunky monkey and wasn't very athletic. And I ate like shit and, you know, they caught up to me. And then my younger brother got involved and he was the same way. Mr. Athlete, great at everything, naturally slim. Then my youngest brother got involved and he's a great athlete, also very, very slim. And it really affected me mentally. My dad, Mr. Just, my dad was a, he played, he was rest, he did wrestling in in, in um, um, high school. He did football in high school, baseball in high school, football. He did baseball in college. Like my dad is like the definition of your just typical great athlete. And then there was me. So I've always had a, really bad relationship with movements and health and food and it's gotten to the point where it would be affecting my mind and affecting my mood when i would be with kayla or the boys when they would go out and get something to eat i'd be upset because they're eating it and i'm like wait a minute it took me a while but i was like that's their own journey that's their journey not mine but then i also started thinking okay if right now i have a salad in my right hand and i have a pizza pizza in my left First thing I'm eating for the day, so I'm breaking my fast. First thing I'm eating, and I eat my salad or I eat my pizza. Am I healthy or am I unhealthy? I'm neither. A salad in and itself has better nutrient density to it, obviously. That doesn't mean it's a healthy food through and through. Pizza is very low in the nutrient-dense items of food, there's not much there. But that doesn't inherently mean it's an unhealthy piece of food. And if I ate that pizza pizza, that doesn't mean I'm an unhealthy human being. I just ate something that didn't have a lot of nutrient value to it. So now for the rest of my day, I can still enjoy it. I can still eat a pizza pizza. I can have a couple pieces of candy. I can, you know, dabble in some chips and dip every now and then. And it's not going to affect me. And here's another thing that was really, really eye-opening to me. And I knew this. And I, and again, it's one of those things that until you don't do the research yourself, you don't sit in it and you don't see it. You don't do it. You have to do these things. You have to spend the time in the trenches looking at your body, looking at the scale, which I hate the scale, by the way. I think the scale is the biggest scam. But anyway, I digress. You have to do all of these things to see the results or not see the results. So let me tell you what I'm talking about. 
I was always so conscious. Oh my God, if I eat this pizza pizza, I'm gonna gain so much weight, man. Oh my God, jeez, dude. Like, oh my God, I had two pieces of pizza. Like, what am I doing? Do you know how many calories extra you have to consume to gain a pound of fat? No, let me let me tell you. Buckle up. It's 3,600 extra calories you have to be consuming to be gaining fat. Now, some of you are going to say, well, what if I do that in one day? Nope. It is on a consistent basis that you have to be in such a high caloric surplus. So some people say, and this is where more research would be nice, it's 3,600 caloric intake surplus in a week scale or just in general. So it's kind of tough to tell. So it's always, but that also is not adding what your BMR is. Your BMR is your basal metabolic rate. That is how much calories you just burn by laying down and sitting on your ass, watching TV, sipping on some water. That is how much, you know, you got digestion, you got brain function, you got your nervous system running. That is how many calories you burn at rest. Your basal metabolic rate. So mine is about 1,800. The average person's probably, if you're not very active, you're sedentary, you're probably looking at 11 to 12. I'm a very active human being. I work out very hard. I eat a lot of protein, which increases your BMR because when you eat foods like protein, it has to be, it's harder to be breaking down. It's called the thermal effect of food. It's very interesting. So I eat a lot of protein. I'm a very high protein diet. So my my basal, my basal metabolic rate is probably a little bit higher between 1.9 and 1.8 and 1.9. So... I have to be consuming almost 5,000 calories extra to be gaining weight, fat, a pound of extra adipose tissue to my body. Now, here's what has been a crazy thing for me to see. More food does not mean more calories. And that is what's been so eye-opening to me. I thought the more I ate, the worse, the more fat I was going to, to put on, which is just not true. And you're probably like, well, Mark, what are you talking about? Let me tell you. Let, let, let me get cooking. Let them cook. Taking a sip. <laughs> if I right now wanted to sit down and have a cup, a cup of blueberries, Frozen blueberries, by the way, frozen fruit is the way to go. If you're not eating frozen fruit, what are you doing? Um, so 70, it, it would be 70 calories for one cup. One cup. Do you know how many calories are in a single Snickers bar? Well, why don't I tell you? In a Snickers bar, that is 44 grams or one and a half ounces. You are getting 215 calories. That's pretty insane. That's pretty high. Now, what if I'm sitting down and I'm just having handfuls of chips and dip? We're looking at another 300 calories just aimlessly snacking away. Just because I'm eating more fruits and vegetables, I'm eating more protein, I did a whole experiment on this. I was eating a ton of food between my fruits and my vegetables, my protein. I was consuming only about 
22 to 2400 calories a day. And I swore I was up in the 3000s to 30, 3200 range of calories because of how much I was eating. It's nuts. So just because you're eating a lot of caloric dense or nutrient dense food does not mean you're going to be consuming a lot of calories. It just doesn't. Now, why am I talking calories? This is also important to talk about. Taking a deep breath here because I think I'm going to really bug some people when I say this. So I'm going to take a sip and I'm going to put my hard hat on and I'm going to get ready for the get ready for the wind. So these are not my words. These are words and research articles, randomized case studies that have been done on this topic. There is no way you can lose weight without being in a caloric deficit. There's just no way. It is purely energy balance. That is it. The only re and I am not huge on measuring our health and measuring our success on how much weight we're losing. Obviously not. There's more to it than just that. And there are multiple ways. So there so I am not a believer in anything being black and white, but there is one thing that is black and white. Losing weight is being a caloric deficit. Black and white. There's no other there's no other way unless you have a hormonal imbalance that you have been diagnosed by a doctor or you're on medications. I'm not going to get into this debate here. I am very much not a huge fan of medications. And I have reasons why. Uh, a client of mine was having just a, some nerve issue that could have been figured out through physical therapy, but instead his doctor put him on medication. He gained 180 fucking pounds from the medication. He looked it up. My client did. This was before we started. So I wasn't part of this situation yet. This was after. He said, I got on the medication to take care of my nerves. And what happened was, is I didn't know, and my doctor did, but didn't tell me that weight gain can be associated with this medication. So he put on 180 fucking pounds of fat. Now, I do know that he wasn't eating great, but still, there are medications, some medications, and hormonal imbalances sometimes, rarely. Not often, not the average case. So I would say 95% of the time, if you are in the overweight category, it is just a surplus of calories. And I'm not saying always. I will never say always. Again, it's not always black and white. But if we want to lose weight, the majority of the time, 95% of the time, calories. Now, how low do we cut the calories is so majorly important. Again, here's another reason why I want to talk about health and help people have a better relationship with health. I thought carbs were bad. Oh my God, carbs, man. Oh my God. Look, it's it's piece of bread. Oh my God, it's chips. It's it's a can piece of candy. It's a fucking cookie. I blew that shit out of proportion so much. So what I did is I went on a strict, strict, no-carb diet for about a year. Now, let me preface. I was very, hold on. Let me say this and then let me get into something else. I was very, very, very cut at that time of my life. I was. I'll give myself credit there. But let me tell you something. I felt like 
dog shit. I felt terrible. I had no energy. My workout sucked. My joints were all over the place. My sleep was dreadful. My moods were up and down. But I looked good, right? So that's got to count for something. You know why I'm no longer doing that? It's not sustainable. You know why these major calorie cuts and these cleanses and these sugar cleanses and this paleo or the keto or carnivore, they don't work. No, no, let me, actually, let me rephrase that. They work. They work. But they don't. Because here's why. Uh, Lane Norton, he's another guy. Follow Lane Norton. He is strictly, he will post peer-reviewed articles. That's what he does. He is a doctor, and I don't trust most doctors, but he's a doctor when it comes to like um, uh, biochemistry or something like that, when it comes to like the body or I don't know. He's got some doctor med stuff behind it, which is, means shit to me, but he knows how to read research papers that I don't know how to read. So he breaks them down and he posts the articles and he talks about them. He came out with a study and read a study that said this. Anyone who goes on any sort of drastic diet, major calorie cutting, reduce the carbs, reduce the fats, high protein, low fat, or high protein, low carb, or um, you're doing the paleo, you're doing the carnivore, any major diet, fasting for a long time, whatever it may be, you will lose weight. But within a year, 75% of those people will gain the weight back. Within two years, 85% of people will gain the weight back. Within three years, 95% of those people that lost weight on drastic diets will gain the weight back plus some more on top. Why? Because it's not sustainable. Who fucking cares if I can put you on a scale for a month and you weigh 215 and I get you down to 195? Who fucking cares that if in two more months you're going to put it all back on? We want sustainability. That's what we want. That's what Peak, my company, is all about. We're all about sustainability. Everyone's life is different. When I was doing the low-carb diet, it worked for me in a aesthetic way. But I would argue right now where I am in life, I look better now than I did then. And I'm eating carbs. I'm eating protein. I'm eating fats. I will sometimes dabble in some cookies. I will dabble in some carbs. I will do a little bit of everything because it's not sustainable for me to cut out all of these foods. Because then what happens is you start depriving yourself. Then when you start depriving yourself, and then when you finally like, oh, I'm going out with friends, I'll have one piece of cake. We never have just one piece of cake or one piece of pizza. One turns into 12. I've been there. The only reason why I'm saying this is because I've lived it and I know it. When we do these drastic cuts, these drastic, stupid, dumb God, it, it works, but then it throws us in the opposite direction when we get back to living in a normal life. What we have to do is we have to start living in a way where we're eating proper food, high protein diet, 
high protein, prioritizing. I wouldn't even say high protein. I would just say prioritizing protein at every meal, prioritizing a fruit or a vegetable at every meal. If you can put those two parameters into your daily routine, you will see a drastic difference. If you can weight lift three to four times a week, do a little bit of extra cardio movement another two to three times a week, prioritize your sleep, get your sunrise or get your sun time in the morning at night, have some moments of mindfulness, you will see a drastic difference in the way you feel, the way you move. And I know a lot of people are focused on it and I get it because I'm there too. And also how you look. But the most important thing that when we start to do those protocols is we start to develop a healthier relationship with food. Now, I want to be transparent and honest. Kayla was all about making this uh, coconut cream rice noodle dish or something like that. It was a, it was a noodle dish a couple nights ago. <laughs> Pardon. I started to get worried because I'm like, oh my God, I haven't had noodles in years. And I'm like, why have I not had noodles in years? That's fucking stupid. So in the meantime, I started, I started freaking out a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to blow up tomorrow. I'm going to get so, I'm going to put on a lot of water weight. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Woke up the next day and guess what? I was totally fine. I enjoyed the food. I ate a reasonable amount. I didn't go nuts. I followed it up with some protein. I had my fruit or I had a vegetable with it. I can't remember which one it was. I think I had like carrots and broccoli and I was fine. I didn't gain any water weight and I was fine. I overcomplicated the situation. Now, I know some of us might have some intolerances. This is not, I don't direct this towards you. Everyone's different. Everyone's bodies react different to certain different types of foods and stimulus. So I understand that everyone's different. No one's the same. I respect it and understand it. But the majority of the time, prioritize protein, prioritize fruits and vegetables. If you want to have a piece of candy, go for it. Just be smart and be aware that they're very, very high in calorie. And you might have to get in, you, you know, you might have to go for a little extra walk. But don't do it to burn it off. Don't do it because you're penalizing yourself or torturing yourself or, you know, holding that over your top of your head in a negative manner. It takes 3,600 extra calories to gain a pound of fat. Just keep that in the back of your mind. Be smart with the way we eat. Be conscious. Be aware. But if you are going out and you want to enjoy, you want to go to Chili's and enjoy some chips and dip, go for it, man. Go for it. You got it. Build a healthy relationship with your food and your movement. When you eat something shitty, don't wake up the next day to go kill yourself in the gym. That's not, that's not setting yourself up for success. Go treat your next workout exactly the same. Exactly the same. Now, if you know that you're wanting to be under a caloric deficit, let's say I know that for me to be in a caloric deficit, I need to be at about... I don't know, anywhere between 24 to 2,500 calories. I don't want to be in a caloric deficit. I think that I'm looking good. I want a main gain, which means I want to slowly be in a surplus, slowly. 
maybe by like 50 to 100 grams or calories. And I want to slowly be putting on muscle, just like losing weight. We want to slowly start losing weight. We don't want to be in a caloric deficit of 800 calories. Fuck no. You're going to be miserable. Be in a caloric deficit of 100 to 200 over time. Build muscle. Move. You're going to feel better and it's going to be sustainable. Because I know I have plenty of women and I, I, I majorly direct this towards the women because I've trained a lot of women in my life. I know a ton of women who have been like, Mark, I've just done so many diets and I'll lose the weight and I'll put it right back on. Well, what kind of diet have you done? Blah, 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 blah. No, well, there's your problem. You're not doing anything sustainably. Not an ounce of what we're doing is sustainable when it comes to our health and fitness regime. So my challenge for you, and the whole premise of this episode is to get you being consciously aware that these drastic diets you're doing might be working, but it's not going to work for long. The moment you stop or you start adding in sugar again, or you start adding in carbs, or you start putting in, I don't know, you're going to start eating food again because you're doing a cleanse. Like You're going to gain weight back because it's not a sustainable way of living. Every single diet across the earth, in my opinion, majority of them, unless there's a rare case and a rare reason, should be eradicated. Some people respond better to a higher protein diet or higher, a higher carbohydrate diet. Some respond better with an even amount of carbs, protein, and fat. Some respond better with intermittent fasting for a couple extra hours in the morning. Some respond better with a, uh, a non-dairy protein diet. Some respond better with a non-grain. So the only way you're ever going to learn and know what works for you, well, you got to do it. You got to experiment. That's what I've been doing. I have been experimenting with things. I will say that I look and feel the best I have ever felt right now. I'm going to do another episode on some underlying things that I see in my life right now that I'm kind of concerned about that I'm going to, I'm, I'm trying to learn more about HRV, resting heart rate, those two things. I'm not thrilled with where my numbers are right now, but I'm learning about it and I'm trying different things to see what's helping and what's not. So if you are really serious about taking your health to the next level, and I'm not saying serious as in like, I'm not asking for you to do what I do by doing cold plunges. That is not the premise of what I'm trying to say. To me, I love to push the limits. In the gym, with my food, with my movement, with any extra like breathing techniques, cold plunges, anything that I can do to give me a little extra edge, anything. That's what I like to do. You do not have to do that. You don't. You need to do exactly what you feel like you are called and can and are able to do when it comes to your health journey. So experiment. If you're looking to take your health to a new, to a new level in 2024, please contact me and let me help you. I'm so passionate about it. I have such a deep drive and a desire for this. I do a lot of research. I do a lot of research on articles. I don't just look up, ooh. So this has always been my example. This is not what I've done. But if I go online right now, look up, is running good for me? Running is great for you. It's one of the best things you can do. I look at the source. Source is iloverunning.com. I'm not going to read that. Is CrossFit good for you? 
CrossFit's one of the best things you can do. Source, CrossFit Open. They're biased sources. I am reading unbiased, journaled, studied, university, or case-studied articles. Doing tons and tons of reading. And I love it. It's one of my favorite pastimes. So I'm not just making this shit up. I'm doing the research. I'm listening to people that are credible. And I've learned who to follow and who not to follow. Obviously, some guys are going to have some more extreme things. Dr. Huberman is probably my most go-to human beings when it comes to the health realm. But I just saw him say yesterday, he has never squatted and never deadlifted. I agree with that. But he's followed it up by saying... For him, he has gotten the strength and hypertrophy that he's needed by doing hack squats and leg extensions and wall sits. So that works for him. If he hates doing wall sits or doing back squats and front squats and deadlifts, but he's still getting the, the strength that he needs and the hypertrophy that he needs, fucking go for it. Absolutely. And the, the only way he found that out was through self-exploration in health. It's not always going to be easy, but it's always simple. Simplify your health in 2024. Simplify it. Eat your sleep. Get your movement in. Eat protein. Eat fruits or vegetables. Everyone's like, oh, you got to have more fruit. You got to have more vegetables and fruit. Fuck no. Just eat either one. Doesn't matter. The amount of apples, blueberries, mangoes that I eat in a day, it's astounding. But guess what? There's carbs and there's sugar. I have the best six pack I've ever had. I not brag. I have an eight pack right now. I don't fucking get it, but I just do. My abs have never looked better and I'm eating loads of fruit, loads of it. I could probably have more, more, more vegetables just for the sake of getting the minerals and the vitamins, but I digress, but that's working for me. So you need to find what works for you. It's going to be an up and down battle. I'm having an up and down battle when it comes to my HRV and my resting heart rate. I talk to my buddy Eddie about it all the time. I don't fucking get it. I don't get it. I do, I look online and I'm reading research on, you know, HRV and stimulus of HRV, what drops it, what increases it. And I'm doing all the shit. It's not working. So I've got to keep looking. Am I getting frustrated? Hell yeah. Am I going to give up? No, because I have people who are helping me. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you. You're probably been caught up because you've seen some Instagram users or TikTok users showing you, oh, how to decrease belly fat in 30 days. You can't spot fat loss. You just can't. You can't. I've had so many women say, how do I get rid of the fat under my arms? Well, you got to just lose body fat. Well, can I do like push-ups or tricep extensions? I mean, you can. It's not going to spot it. It's not going to spot the fat loss in that area. People are just misinformed. It's not your fault. It's the industry's fault. So that's what I'm here for. I'm here to cut the shit, get to the good stuff, and help you see the best ways you can get results. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. There are two ways, two magical, three magical words for you to be where you want to be in a physical entity. Consistency, discipline, and sustainability. Let me say that one more time. Consistency. Discipline and sustainability. You do those three things on a 80% basis of your day. 80% basis of your week. 80% basis of your month. You are going to see a drastic, and I swear to you, a drastic change. 
because I've been living it. I'm telling you, I was in the gym yesterday and I was doing cardio and I'm in zone four. So you have five zones. Zone four is your 80 to 90% max of your heart rate. And I'm like, this isn't even that bad. I've trained my heart. I've trained myself. I've spent time. And it wasn't that easy at first. I'm in the gym and I'm like, fuck, man, I got veins coming out my shoulders right now. And I'm just doing cardio. It felt good. My efforts are paying off. And I know a lot of people are like, Mark, I, I can't. I can't get to where I want to. It's just too, it's just too uh, unobtainable. It's not true. Believe in yourself. So I want you to do an experiment before we move on. Close your, I want you to look around your room right now. I want you to find everything that is brown. Find everything that's brown. I'm looking around my room. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it. All right, now close your eyes. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But yes. Picture everything that was brown. Doing it? Okay. Got it? Now, picture everything that was red. Well, you can't. You can't because you were looking for what was red. You were, you were looking for what was brown, right? Okay, so let's try this again. Close your eyes. Look for everything that's green. Look for everything that's green. All right, I see some green. I see some green. Close your eyes. Picture everything that was green. You seeing it? All right, now picture everything that was blue. You can't, but you weren't looking for it. If you're looking and living, I can only see what's brown or what's red or what's green. That's what it is. But there's so many colors around. There's so many other colors. I can't look the way that I want to look. I can't. You get tunnel vision on that, that's all you're going to see. You can look the way that you want to look. You can feel the way that you want to feel. You can move the way that you want to move. And you can live the way that you want to live. You just have to apply the effort. You've got to be able to trust people. I feel like that I, if you don't believe me, that's fine. But I feel like I've become a very trustworthy person in this industry so far. I have done a lot of research. I have lived it. I have done a lot wrong. And because of that wrong, I'm doing a lot right now. So I want to help you achieve where, what you want to achieve in 2024. Now, I can't force you to go to the gym. I can't force you to prioritize protein. I can't force you to go to bed a little bit earlier. Or I can't force you to get outside and get your sun time. I can't force you to get your steps. I can't force those things. You have to be disciplined. You have to be consistent. If you can do those things and you can trust and follow my lead, you're going to feel and move and look great. You just got to put in the work. It's not easy, but it's very, very simple. I promise. And I know you're like, it's not simple. No, 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 no. It really is a simple process. And I'll say it one more time. Here are the five keys to success if you want to take your health to the next level. Prioritize protein. Prioritize fruits and vegetables. Prioritize your sleep. Get in the gym. Lift weights three to four times a week and do cardio two to three times a week. You do those five things for a consistent basis. You don't skip it. You can skip a couple of days, but like, like I said, at 80% in your month, if you can hit 80% of that in a month span, you're going to feel and you're going to move and you're going to look amazing. Explore this year. 
explore. Discipline is the greatest form of self-love, man. It's the greatest form of self-love because it's something you're doing that doesn't have direct ramifications to right now. It's a future investment into yourself. Invest into your future self. That's what discipline is. If me right now going, I didn't want to do my cold plunge this morning. The ice was six inches thick. I could barely break it with a hammer. I didn't want to fucking do it, but I did it. It's a future investment. I don't really want to go to the gym today. I'm tired. It's cold. I don't want to do it. But I'm going to because it's an investment into myself for the future. And I'm seeing that investment happening. I'm seeing it. It's not like I'm not seeing the benefits. I'm seeing it. Two nights ago, I had six off by four minutes. So five hours and 54 minutes of restorative sleep. And I only slept for eight hours. Over 50% of my sleep was restorative sleep. That's insanity. Last night, I had eight hours and 54 minutes of sleep with only 35 minutes awake time. My sleep is amazing. Do you know why I've gotten there? That future investment that I did six months ago was by seeing the sunrise in the morning, seeing the sunset at night, taking magnesium before bed, turning my phone away, investing into brown lights in my house, putting on my blue blockers at night. There are little things that are helping me now sleep better, which makes me feel better, which is helping my results get better. All you got to do is invest in yourself. It's the greatest form of self-love. Discipline. Discipline. One more time, fucking discipline. You can do it, man. I believe in every single one of you. I do. Truly, truly, I do. You just got to believe in yourself and you got to work hard. It's It's not that difficult. Let me do all the hard work by programming your workouts, by being on your ass a little bit. In a good way, like, see, how's protein going? I have a buddy of mine who his doctor called and said, hey, your blood work came in. Oh, boy. You got to put you on meds. He called me. And he's like, dude, my doctor won't put me on meds. I'm like, no, no, no. Don't fucking do it. Let's clean your eating up. Let's get you moving a little bit more. Let's get you, get you sleeping a little bit better. And guess what? We've been doing it for about three months now. Homeboy's feeling much better. But he's put the work in and I'm proud of him. I'm proud of him. You can do it too. So I'm here. I'm here to help. And I know that if I came across dickish at some point, I apologize. I'm just super, super passionate about helping people have a better relationship with health because I didn't have one until now. I now finally have a healthy relationship with my food and my exercise. I don't view exercise as a form of punishment. I don't view foods as good or bad. I just view I just view foods with what has better nutrient density. And I want to try to eat those more than the foods that don't have high nutrient density. It doesn't mean I'm not eating the foods that aren't high in nutrient density. I'm just focusing on the foods that have high nutrient densities. That's all. I'm here to help you in any way I can. Let's simplify the process. The most effective things in our health are difficult, but simple. So let's go out and let's rock and roll and do things that are difficult and simple for our health. I love you guys. Peak is rocking. We're rolling. A couple of people in Ohana have already joined and they're loving it. They think it's great. It's what they need. It's the pick me up. We have weekly check-ins. It's been wonderful. I'm hoping to hold. Once we get more people, we're starting to get there. I want to hold either like a weekly, bi-weekly, kind of like team session where we get everyone together. Everyone hops on a Zoom and we just chat. Just do check-ins. We show people accountability. This is your community. That's all. So if you guys want to join, please send me a message. We're doing a $25 first month. And then after that, we go to regular price. So $25 for the first month, then we go to regular price. So um, 
you want to try it for one month for 25 bucks? I mean, 25 bucks, man. Give it a shot. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. We got more coming per usual. Thank you guys for listening to me rant on for a little bit about health. It's something I'm so passionate and I just love. And it's just what my heart is. It's where my heart's at. And it's something that I want to do for the rest of my life. So I hope, I'm, I, hope I motivated you. Motivation is not a key to get started. But because uh, motivation is like a bad friend. It comes when it wants. He, he or she, the bad friend, will come when she, he or she wants and shows up when he or she wants to and will run away when he or she wants to. So dis- uh, motivation isn't a great tool to get started and to stay motivated, but uh, discipline. Discipline is where we want to be. So uh, I love you guys. Hope you guys enjoyed. Let's take our health to the next level in 2024. As always, may the brew be with you. Whatever.